Social media is not the dilemma. We are. And yes, this episode is a rant. It's also a bonus episode. And this is how much I needed to get this message out there. So tune in to hear my unfiltered thoughts on the Netflix documentary, The Social Dilemma. In this bonus episode, you'll learn all the reasons why I believe that this documentary fuels the one-sided narrative that they want us to listen to. Now, whether you are new to the podcast or a loyal thought leader, please take a moment to hit pause right now, download a few episodes and drop a rating and review on iTunes. And if you want to connect or have any questions, hit me up on social media at I am Ruby. Now it's time to dig deep into the real dilemma with the social dilemma. Welcome to today's thought leader, where I'm challenging you to rise up, speak up and create a movement. I'm your host, Ruby Fremont, and I'm here as a catalyst for you, the new generation of thought leaders. I'm a kick-ass life coach, a bullshit detector, and courageous communicator. I'll show you how to gain visibility, build a cult following, and create impact while increasing your income. Join me every week as I dive into raw and real conversations that will help you amplify your presence, influence, and impact. It's time to unapologetically do what you're here to do and do it your way. So get ready, thought leaders, and let's make shit happen. Hey, thought leaders, I'm coming at you on a Thursday for a special bonus episode, Uh, mainly because I feel super fucking called to talk about this, Um, especially after getting hit up by so many people asking if I watched the documentary, The Social Dilemma. And at first I didn't watch the documentary. And when I finally did, I'll tell you, I think it was like the first 15 minutes. I'm like, oh yeah, this is really fucking good. It'll, you know, I, I get it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it took this fucking abrupt left turn. And I'm part of me is shocked that more people aren't seeing this and the other part of me is compassionate because this just goes to show how deep the narrative runs that we're only seeing what we choose to see so i want to use this episode this bonus episode to break down the real dilemma with the social dilemma and i'm going to keep this straight and to the fucking point And, um, I just want to lay it all out for you. It helps if you've watched the documentary first. So if you have yet to watch the social dilemma on Netflix, just hit pause and come back to this episode after you've watched it. Okay. So I'm just going to dive in here because I want to keep this short and quick and just straight to the fucking point. Um, yeah. So let's dive in now. A big part of the book that I'm writing that's coming at you in just a few months is on social media. I go into detail on social media. I mean, one, for those of you who've been listening for a long time, you know that I started out in social media. I mean, I am an early adopter of all social media networks. I've been using social media since it first came out to market um, because I used to be a marketer and a promoter. I had my own social media marketing agency. I mean, I am no stranger to the world of social media. I understand it. I understand how it has a lot of gifts. And I also understand that it is a, it is a highly, highly, addictive network. I mean, it is built 
for addiction. And they talk about that in this documentary, and I am fully on board with that. Okay. It is highly addictive. They talk about that in the documentary. I think we can all agree there, right? But where they started to lose me is when the, well, it's obvious that it was the production happened during COVID. I'm actually really curious to know what the timeline was on creating this documentary because it feels like it was created pre-COVID and it was the production and the editing happened perhaps during COVID in order to fit a narrative. Um, But what I'm really speaking to is the footage that they chose to use in the documentary. For example, they chose to use footage of, of COVID and mask protesters um, while they were playing, uh, while they were talking about fake news and false news. And so as you're hearing fake news, false news, you're seeing this imagery on your screen of mask protesters, COVID protesters. Interesting, right? It's really fucking interesting. And then they're encouraging us to either stop our use of social media or decrease our use, yet let's be real, like social media is the reason we're able to see different narratives. It's the reason that we can see what's going on in other places across the globe. Like right now, what's happening in Australia, that's super fucked up. And if you're not being shown that in your feed because of the algorithm, right? Like we learned in the documentary, and this is true, this is real, that we are fed timelines and, um, feeds and search results that were most likely to align with or fed these things. So if you're not seeing what's happening in Australia, you can still just Google or hashtag Australia and see what's happening. Like it's accessible to you. So even though we're being the newsfeed that is based on an algorithm, you can still access other thoughts, viewpoints, and narratives on social media. So it's, it's not about ending our use with social media, breaking up with social media or decreasing our use is about learning how to use it as a tool and use it effectively. Um, Let's talk about when they went into flat earthers. Okay. Um, I am definitely not a flat earth believer. um, And I know that there's people out there who do believe this to me, in my opinion, that is like one of the most far-fetched conspiracy theories out there. And the fact that they lumped that in the same breath as like Pizzagate anti-vaxxers and people questioning COVID is very interesting because what that leaves you feeling is like, oh yeah, flat earthers, that's crazy. But then they, in the same breath, talk about COVID protesters and show imagery of that. And you start to box these things together, leading into the narrative that anti-vaxxers and COVID protesters and people who have, you know, believe in the porn rings, pedophilia rings that have been going on are just as crazy as flat earthers. Like, it's fucked up. And then, you know, throughout this documentary, there's a storyline, right? And it follows this family and they've got a son and a daughter and it's really interesting. It's really well done, actually. Um, how, and I thought it was well done up until the scene where the son goes to the protest and that's where I lost my shit. So the son goes to this protest. We don't know what the protest is about. However, it's leaning towards COVID. So he shows up and 
his sister comes to follow him and, and, you know, try and save him or whatever, see what he's up to. And as she shows up, he's being slammed on the ground by the police being arrested and she starts walking through the crowd innocently not involved in the protest but she gets slammed to the ground and they're both being arrested what is the narrative there right what is that narrative that is subconsciously being fed to you it's what message does that send about protesting about uh fighting for your freedom to think freely what message does that send about questioning authorities right the other thing that, and this is a really big missing piece for me, is the piece on censorship. Now, I'm guessing that the fact that you're here listening to my podcast means that you understand that censorship is real and that it's happening. I mean, it's happened to JP Sears on YouTube. It is fucking happening. Um, social media networks are being super quick to take anything down and um, have also like created these warning, this is false news. Um, alerts on social media, which is like super fucking weird and bizarre. So censorship is real. And yet they weren't really discussing that or diving into that at all. And this isn't about the algorithm. This is about, this is at the hands of social media networks themselves. This is not an algorithm that is doing this. This is the social media networks quieting people. That's interesting. Since when do we do that? You know, since when has social media become the place that where we're not allowed to speak freely, right? The real problem is that they failed to acknowledge that the real answer to this social dilemma is, is not going off social media or lessening our use. Yes, we can, all use, we can all decrease our use. I've decreased my use significantly this year and I highly recommend it. But the real answer to this dilemma is our power to think critically. It's our ability to use discernment, all of which can only happen when we understand who the fuck we are and what the fuck we believe and what we stand for, all of which is our sovereignty. You know, this is about us really knowing who we are before we pick up our phones and get lost in our feeds. This is about us understanding what is really fucking important to us before we start depending on other people to tell us what's important. This is about us tapping into our own intuition, which we all have. It's, it's a gut feeling and starting to trust that. This is about us stepping into a state of self-trust. It's not about let's just rebel against the government for everything and anything. No, it's about being able to listen to what the CDC is saying, to being able to listen to what the New York Times is saying, to being able to listen to what CBC News is saying, and then being able to listen to what people on social media are saying and then tapping into yourself and using the power to think critically, using your discernment to decide what feels right and aligned for you. We can only do that when we step into our sovereignty. That's the real fucking dilemma. The dilemma isn't the social media apps itself. The dilemma is us and how we've lost sight of who the fuck we are, how we've lost all sense of self-trust, how we've stopped trusting ourselves and started depending too much on external sources to tell us, to dictate how we need to live our lives. 
Now, this is one cause that I will continue to fucking speak up on and fight for. After all, my entire purpose, mission, vision with leaders is to help them tap into their potency, help them find their voice, help them find their truth, and help them express that to the world. How can we do that if we are being censored? How can we do that if we are being told to not use social media? How can we do that if we're forced to follow this or if we allow ourselves to follow this narrative that's keeping us detached from our own personal power? The truth is we can't. And so social media is not the real dilemma. The real dilemma is our use of it and who we're being. It's up to you to do the inner work to reclaim your sovereignty, to find that power within you, to learn how to trust yourself. And then from there to learn how to use social media as a tool and not just be one of their users, but to really use it as a tool. Because we as leaders need to speak up. And social media is a powerful tool that allows us to do that. It allows us to get our message to people across the globe. And yes, again, the algorithm is real, but that doesn't make you unsearchable. So don't fall into the trap of trusting everything you hear just because it's said by some external source that we're meant to trust. My invitation to you is to reclaim your sovereignty. My invitation to you is to do the inner work to learn how to trust yourself. My invitation to you is to continue to use social media as a tool to spread your message, to take a stand for the injustices that you see in this world, to take a stand for your mission, your message, your purpose, and the people that you're here to serve. That's my invitation to you. So that's it for this bonus episode. If this message resonates with you, if you feel like it's important enough to share, please do share it. Share it with everyone you know. Use your social media accounts to share this fucking message because people need to understand what the real dilemma is here. Thank you so much for joining me on this bonus episode of Today's Thought Leader, where I am challenging you to rise up, speak up, and create a moment and to free your fucking mind. Please be sure to drop a rating and review on iTunes to support me in getting this podcast out to more leaders, okay? Please, please, please do that. Rating, review, and download a few episodes. And if you have a question about this episode, you want to share an insight that you gained from this episode, or you just want to say what's up, you can text me one seven eight one three three six zero one six zero. And I mentioned my book. So of course, I'm going to invite you to get on the wait list for the book. That's rubyframon.com forward slash book wait, sorry, forward slash book wait list. Or you can text hashtag book launch to 1781336160 and you will be the first to know when the book is out. Um, and you can always hit me up on social media. My fav- favorite places to hang out are Instagram and Twitter at I am Ruby. Whew. Feels good to get that off my chest. I will see you back here next Monday when I'm back with another episode in the very special series where I'm featuring the leaders in the Thought Leader Collective.